Welcome to the Adrenalized Life Podcast. We will help you choose your adrenalized life. Whether you're a small business owner, entrepreneur, or executive, we will help you create life harmony and bridge the gaps in your personal and professional life. If you struggle with stress, burnout, or are overwhelmed, we will adrenalize you to activate your desire to change and transform your life. Now, please welcome your host and coach, Tom Marino. Wow, happy night before New Year's Eve. Happy day before New Year's Eve. I am so pumped for a new year. I just love New Year's because it really is an opportunity for a clean slate. It's an opportunity to start over. And, and that's, what, that's what new is about, right? New, this is about that clean slate. And we are two days, well, really a day away from a new year. And today we're going to talk about what else would a coach talk about but New Year's resolutions, right? I know last week I said we'd talk about fear, but we're going to wait until January to talk more about our fears. I want to get us started on the right foot now and get us rocking and rolling into this new year. So as a coach, you know, resolutions are goals. Resolutions are things that we set up for the next year. And I want to make sure that we are focused going through the next year, focused on something that we really want to see different and that we really want to change. So, of course as I do for most of my shows, I do a little bit of research, right? And I did some research on Google for the top 10 New Year's resolutions, and I came across this list. And everybody has these top 10, okay? This is is like if you talk to to most of your friends, they're going to have one of these items on their New Year's resolution, right? So number one, and this was the most popular New Year's resolution in 2021. The most popular was exercise more. Yep, everybody wants to exercise more. Fitness is always a big topic of a New Year's resolution. Lose weight, get organized, learn a new skill or hobby, uh, live life to the fullest. I thought that was a really cool resolution. How are you going to live life to the fullest, right? What does that really mean for you? You know, what, what that means to me is being present. You know, taking time to be present is, is when you live life to the fullest. When you're not worried about yesterday, and you're not worried about tomorrow, and you're actually in this day, that's when you live life to the fullest. And I think that's an awesome resolution. I would just reframe that to be be present, to be present more, to not be as worried about tomorrow and, and be concerned about the mistakes of the past because the past is in the past. You don't live there anymore. Um, another couple of resolutions that I came across was save more money and spend less money. Well, everybody wants to do that, right? We want to be more efficient with our spending. Quit smoking. Yep, quit smoking is always a big one. I remember when I was in practice as a PA, I helped someone to quit smoking. She was a single mom and she was smoking two packs of cigarettes a day. And she said, I really want to change that. I don't want to do that anymore. And I said to her, I said, okay, let's cut down by the cigarettes. And we got her down to like three cigarettes a day. And she finally got rid of the cigarettes entirely. And she saved the money that she was spending on cigarettes. Well, after a couple of months of doing that, she was able to take her kid to Disney World. You know, so that's a huge benefit of that kind of a resolution, right? Quitting smoking, you can go on a trip to Disney World. Think about that for a second. Wouldn't that be cool? Take a life thing that you do. Whether whatever your sweet is, whatever your passion, you know, that that that, you know, what do they call that? You know, those sweeter things in life that you really, you know, you don't want to do anymore and save some money on doing those things. 
So quitting smoking is one. Spend more time with family and friends. Yep, that's a common one. Everybody wants to spend more time with family and friends. A pandemic sometimes prohibits us from doing that, but hey, you do the best that you can. Travel more. Read more. Everybody wants to explore the world. Everybody wants to travel. People want to read more. They want to get more information. They want to educate themselves. They want to do something different. And I love these top 10 resolutions. One of the things I also found in this, that when I was searching for top resolutions, was um, in the article, there was a reference to an article from the Journal of Clinical Psychology from 20 years ago, from 2002. And it said that if you make a New Year's resolution, 46% of people are successful after six months in keeping their New Year's resolution. In 2020, 20 years later, 35% of people kept all of their New Year's resolutions, 49% kept some, and only 16% failed keeping their resolution. So it's still pretty consistent data that if you if you make a resolution, there's a good chance, there's a 50-50 chance that you're going to keep your resolution. And did you know that in 2021, only 31% of people that were surveyed actually made a res- re- resolution? Only 31% of people make a resolution for the new year. That means 69% of us are not even doing anything. Because, you know, sometimes people see it as fruitless, right? Because most New Year's resolutions, here's some really interesting facts about a a New Year's resolution. Of those who make New Year's resolutions, after one week, 75% are still successful. So only 25% of people are already falling off the wagon after the first week of the New Year. After two weeks, that number drops to 71%. After a month, it drops to 64%. And after six months, here's that number again, 46% of people who make a resolution are still successful in keeping it. In comparison, those people who have similar goals but do not set a resolution, only 4% are still successful after six months. Why do you think that this is such a challenge for people? Why do you think we, we, we are challenging ourselves to, in keeping and being successful in, in our New Year's resolutions? And, you know, here, here's the thing. Resolutions are often too vague, right? Exercise more. Okay, well, where's the measurement in that? Is it realistic? Do I have time to exercise? Are you ready to make that change, right? A lot of times people, you know, they make a resolution, but they're not really ready to change. They feel an obligation to make a resolution because it's a new year, but they may not be ready to change. And that's one of the things that I I, want to point out. We can make resolutions all year round. It doesn't have to be a new year's thing. But, you know, one of the things that's really important is the place where your resolution comes from or where your goal comes from. And I recently wrote about this in an article that's on my website about preparing us for the next year. And I said that step one in making progress in the new year is to look at what you've accomplished this year. Look at what you've taken on this year. What did you do well? Where did you do well in your life? Let's look at what progress you made and celebrate that progress. And if you celebrate your progress you're motivated. Progress is motivation. You know, when you're working on a project, I love doing construction in my home because I love going down to the bare bones of something and building something, but watching the progress along the way. I think that's the time that I'm the most present 
is in watching that progress happen. You know, we're so quick. We are so quick to beat ourselves up for things we have not yet accomplished. And these become our goals or resolutions for the new year because we want to still accomplish them. But they're being given to us in a way where we've already beat ourselves up for them, right? So instead of coming from a place that's negative, like something that you didn't accomplish, look at something that you've progressed from and build on that. Build on the progress that's already been made. That's what's really important. We are motivated by progress. And it's, this is why it's so important to look back on our year and celebrate the wins, big and small. Remember in my first episode, I said, what are the three wins that you celebrate each day? And if you don't set aside a moment, just a moment to think about the wins that you have for your day, then you're selling yourself short on the progress that you've made and you're not acknowledging yourself and giving yourself credit for things that you are doing and things that you probably are doing really well. You know, it doesn't have to be big milestones. Progress is very simple. It's really doing something today that you didn't do yesterday. That's simple. That's simple progress. I talked about when we do construction in my house. I love watching the progress from the bare bones to the finishings. You know, that's, that's the fun part of doing things. And that's really where you get to be present in life. So celebrate your, your wins. You know, when we measure our progress by what we have yet to achieve, the perception falls short, right? So if you think about it, we're shooting for something. And there's this ideal goal that we often have. And when we're measuring our, our progress to our ideal goal, we look at the road as much longer. We still have so much more to go. We still have more to, to do. And that can sometimes be demotivating. It could be frustrating. But if you measure your progress from where you started, it's much more motivating, right? If you look at what you've accomplished thus far from where you started, think about it. If, if you've ever seen a house being built, it's amazing to watch it from the ground being dug and a hole being created for a foundation to the foundation, to the framing, to building that structure in its entirety. It is so satisfying to watch that progress, right? You know, satisfaction is such an important part of us being motivated to accomplish something right? We live in a very on-demand culture. So we want that immediate satisfaction. We want that immediate grounding to take place that we can see see progress happen and be satisfied that by that, you know? And, you know, we, we order stuff today. It's sometimes delivered today. It's not delivered tomorrow. It's delivered today. And that on-demand creates such a high level of expectation on everything. It's, we have high demand on ourselves. And when we measure ourselves to where we want to be versus where we started from, we get frustrated. So ask yourself, what have I achieved this year? Think about it right now. Whatever you're doing, whether you're driving, you're running, you're shopping and you're listening to this podcast, just take a quick moment to think about what have you achieved this year? 
once you have what you've achieved, I want you to celebrate it. Yeah, give, do a little dance for yourself right now. Do a little dance. Celebrate that victory. You achieved that. You are awesome for achieving that. Big or small, you achieved something awesome. Now, now that we've celebrated it, it's time to identify what we'd like to improve upon it. But as you look back over your year and evaluate your progress, I want you to not recognize where you fell short or, or where you failed because if, it, if it's failure, you've learned nothing. But failure is about learning something. You know, in business, we're always learning difficult lessons when we make mistakes, right? We may make a big mistake that costs us thousands and thousands of dollars, okay? We make mistakes, but we can't get caught up in that mistake. We have to look at how do we improve that mistake from happening? How do we stop that from happening in the future? And we become armed with knowledge to help us avoid repeating the same mistakes because we don't want to make mistakes, that we don't learn from. It's okay to make a mistake, but you have to learn from it. It's okay to quote unquote fail because what does fail stand for? But first attempt and learning. But you want to make sure that you learn from that experience. So if you can, if you're able to, if you're not doing anything like driving, if you're just there and you can grab a piece of paper or grab your phone and do open up a memo. And if you can't do it, don't worry. But let's just do this mentally. But make a list of the experiences you do not want to repeat this year. But let's change that. On a more positive note, make a similar list of experiences or successes that you would like to replicate this year. Take a closer look at those lists to identify the potential pitfalls and challenges you may face. It's helpful if you know ahead of time where you might get tripped up so that you can prepare for it or even prevent it. So ask yourself this question in developing your lists. What have my experiences and mistakes taught me? What do I want to replicate? What don't I want to do? And now that you know what you want to resolve in the new year, decide from that list that you're going to do it. And here's how you're going to do it. And we're going to do it so you can accomplish it. We're not going to have a resolution that's vague. We're not going to have a, a goal that doesn't have reality or, or that's not achievable or that doesn't have the motivation behind it because you got to be motivated to make this change, right? So ask yourself this question first. How motivated am I on a scale of 1 to 10 to make this happen this year? And if you're a 7 or more, you're in great shape. If you're a little less than a 7, you need to rethink it. You need to rethink what you're doing. Because that motivation is going to wither really fast. So think about that. And we're going to create some SMART goals. And what is a SMART goal? Well, SMART is an acronym that shares helpful criteria for literally grading your goals to be sure that they're concrete and tangible. You want it to be specific. What do you want to change or accomplish? Make sure it's specific. You want to make sure it's measurable. How are you going to measure? How, what's the tangible result? How will you know that you've accomplished this goal? right? Is it achievable? Are you capable of achieving it? Is it realistic? Can you accomplish this goal even with everything else going on in your life? You have to make sure it fits into your life. And the last part of a SMART goal is, is it time-based? What's the deadline? 
right? So here's a quick example. Talking about exercise and weight loss, I want to lose 10 pounds in the next 90 days. It's very specific. It has a measurable entity to it. It has the timeline. 10 pounds, that first 10 pounds is pretty easy to lose for a lot of people. Not saying that everyone can lose it that fast, but it's a way to do it. But if, as long as it's measurable, achievable, and realistic, then it's a good, smart goal. And that's the way we should be making our New Year's resolutions. The goal is achievable, it works. If the goal is realistic, it works. If it's specific, it works. If it's measurable, it works. And of course, put a time on it. Don't just say, I'm going to exercise more. Say, I'm going to do it more within the next 90 days. I'm going to go to the gym two times a week for the next 90 days. That's a smart goal. So take some time to really write a really good goal for yourself. And if you want some help, I can help you. I want to hear from you. Go to my website at tommarino.com forward slash radio and leave a comment. That's tommarino.com forward slash radio. Thank you for listening. Visit tommarino.com and sign up for our newsletter. Leave a comment about this episode and learn more about how we can serve you. And don't forget to subscribe to this podcast so you don't miss any future episodes. And remember, choose your adrenalized life.